<laughs> audience. Is this thing on? Yes, it is, and we're welcoming our audience. Is this live? This is semi-live. We're live. We're live right now. Where are we? <laughs> we're in our studio. Why am I naked? You're not naked. Why do you always like want to talk about being naked in a like a garbage dump or something? I think I need to start a new podcast. Called what? The Naked Guy Podcast? Naked from the garbage dump. Live from the stink yard. Can you imagine if you were a Survivor contestant? It'd be pretty funny, actually. I'd lose a lot of weight. But you'd be like purposely provoking everyone, probably. But you'd actually be pretty good with survival techniques. I guess so. Well, I'd trick people into eating my poo. No. Maybe I no, would. No, I don't want to talk about that. I might trick people into eating my little bit of poo. Nope. I'm thinking about it. I would rather talk about something a little more relevant and interesting. <laughs> Nothing is more interesting. And that would be uh, the Battle of Hardom, Game of Thrones, Episode 8. The Battle of Hardom. Yes. How do you spell that? H A R D H O M E or something like that. Hardom. Hardom. Yeah. Bardi. So Game of Thrones just took it to the level we were hoping they would take it to. Are you referring to this last week's episode I of am. Game of Thrones? Yeah. I am in fact referring to that. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. It was awesome. Did you like it? I haven't seen it. You saw it. Oh, I did? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Did I like it? You loved it. You've watched it a couple times. Did I make tears? You cried. You celebrated. You got worried for Jon Snow. Was I wasted drunk? Nope. Was I doing shots every time they said, you know nothing, Jon Snow? No, because she's gone, so they didn't say that. So I was sober then. But Jon Snow knows nothing, because now we basically know... Nobody knows nothing, because... Uh, what? So everyone knows everything? <laughs> so by the way you phrase that, everyone is in, in the know? Everybody, you know nothing. You all know nothing, Jon Snow. So when we last left Jon Snow, he was on his way to try to get the wildlings to join his cause of fighting the White Walkers, because it's important. Because the winter is coming. Winter's coming. The long night will be long. And yes. but I guess we should start with the other. The long night. The is light, long. long night is not long. What? I guess we should start with other parts of this episode because there's a lot leading up to that. But, uh, on the radio. Whoa, <laughs> no. On the radio. No. That song was featured in the episode. No, it wasn't. In the beginning. I don't remember it. Radio. Meow meow meow. <laughs> no, meow. no meow meows. No one wants to hear that. Okay. Well, so what happened this episode, Dingle? Uh, well, so a few things, a lot of things, a lot of significant things. We see Arya again. Do we see Arya again? We saw her. She's we shucking saw, oysters on the shore yard. She's, I guess she's being given her assignment. Her first mark. And what happens is he 
tells her that she's a different person who's selling oysters, and it is, she finds the guy that she's ultimately well, probably going to kill. Have, they have to like discuss her backstory. Yes, so she was a peasant girl. She saved enough for a box of oysters, yep. and then sold that, and saved for two boxes, and then she got to buy a cart, and now she's an oyster girl right. selling oysters. But on is the she going to have yard. a different face? I don't get it. She like, doesn't have one yet. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's a huge part of it, right. considering all the thousands of faces. Yeah, I feel like. She'll the fact have that a different she face. Doesn't have one yet. It's kind of funny, actually. I know that was odd because there's a whole sequence where she's going down selling oysters, and then she meets the evil man, right? The evil like shore shoreman, whatever guy, who like steals people's shore money and has right. them killed, and then the wife doesn't get the insurance or some fucking murderous scam. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. And I don't know who determines who gets killed. I mean, they're like a hit squad, but how do they determine it? But they're like know? a justice hit squad. They like these, yeah. They're fi- searching out these bad people. I'm not sure who does the searching. That's the thing. Or who decides what is bad. They seem like, uh, you know, League of... Um, Extraordinary Mamas? No, in Batman. Batman, like, begins... League of Shadows. The League of Shadows, yeah. With Rachel Madula. A little bit. I mean, they're not, I guess they're not, you know, as bad, clearly, as bad as those guys, but that's a little bit like the same kind of thing. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know what's up with it, but it's... Like highly skilled assassins. Highly skilled assassins who decide who gets killed. And, And then that girl who's kind of been the one who's training her, but also kind of a bitch to her. Kind of the, like, antagonist... Yeah. Sort of like provoking her. You're never gonna cut it. You're never yeah, gonna cut it, it in the League of Shadows. Well, she says she's not ready. You're not ready. Yeah, that's what she said. Like she's like the same age as Arya. Like who is yeah, this girl? Who is this girl? And have has she done any missions? Has she done any this hits yet or anything? Yeah, I don't know. What does she know? That whole sort of sequence. I'm finally, it's getting somewhere. But to be honest, I've been a little bored by it. Well, it just took so fucking long. It's been, that's the thing. Now it's like on the ninth episode. So yeah. the season's almost over. They're finally getting to her actually becoming a faceless person. Right. Like a, 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 actually doing it, you know. I feel like they could have done that in five episodes. I agree. I mean, it's <laughs> F8 episodes. You could have done that four episodes ago. Yeah. I would have been right there with you. Right there I, with you. I think I would have retained everything <laughs> that needed to be understood. It was way too much. I mean, do you think so on the last episode, basically she they're going to do what they did with him where he has a different face and now Arya all of a sudden has a different face? Yeah. And probably. That'll probably be how it ends. Right. And it's like in a year's time, you guys get to see like some cool stuff happen again. Yeah. It will probably be one of the faces of the people that she cleaned too. Yeah, Maybe. if but they didn't focus enough on any one of those faces, I wouldn't remember. I, like, I guess mm. that's one. Now, she was cleaning mostly dudes, but there was one woman. Yeah, but it wasn't like specific enough a face. I don't. I couldn't pick it out of a lineup. I'm like, could that's be a the dude. face. She could be a dude. She's kind of looks like a dude. Well, in yeah, in real life, as a person, she looks like a dude. But I mean, I don't think I don't know if that if that works. If they can go change genders. These yeah, faceless people. we don't know enough about this. I'm no. sure in the books there's more information. I'm sure, there's about lots this. more information, and it's funny because yeah, it's been eight episodes and we still don't know a lot about it. But I feel like it's been dragged out so long. You think we'd be fucking experts? I know. On the thing, you know, <laughs> it's like how does this going on gone on so long, and yet we still don't know what the fuck like the really you know specifics of this thing of the mm. League of Schmados. League of Schmados. So that's going on, and there's also there's kind of a nice little bit of justice. I don't know. If 
it's justice is the right word, but nice relief moment with Sansa and Theon, who's still, I'm reek, I'm reek. But she finally gets it out of him. He reveals yeah. to her that he didn't kill her brothers. Yep. He and did not. That's important. That's important. For her to know that. Yeah, it is. I don't know how much that's going to change their relationship, but at least now she knows that her brothers are alive. Yeah. At least it, to that to that point. Right. She doesn't know that if they've survived up till now, which they have, but she doesn't know that. She doesn't know. And we're not going to see them till next season. Yeah. But so then and we also see Cersei in tatters in a jail mm-hmm. cell. In a jail cell talking with her little maester guy comes in. And yeah. she talks to him about, you know. Where's my son been? He's locked Where's, up. Where's, like, why isn't anyone coming to see me? She wants to know if uh, her uncle's come to see her because he's come back from Casterly Rock. And I don't he's think he has, over. has he? Yeah. Oh, as the, the, the maester yeah, says he's, he's come hand. back. He's taken over his hand. So he's basically running yeah, the government at and, the moment. And uh, the little boy, Tommen, he's, like, fucking cooped up in, in his, his room. Because he's a little boy. And he's scared. And he's scared. And he's in over his head. Yep. And he's not a fucking psychopath like Joffrey. Exactly. So he can't just go kill everybody. Right. Like he doesn't want to. He's scared. Wouldn't be the right thing to do anyway, I guess. I don't know. But she's got like a Magdalene sister watching yeah. over her who comes in and tries to give her, like she's like, water. confess and I'll give you water. Yeah. And she won't confess. She won't give her the water. Right. And she finally like drops it on the ground and Cersei licks it off the disgusting off ground. the ground, the dirty chamber, tortured ground or whatever yeah, yeah. it was right it was uh well, you it was kind of nice to see cersei in that position yeah sure on her knees yep sucky water sucky off of, water off the ground after all the, the bad things she's done Yeah, the horrible things she's been responsible for over and over and even the dude said when he came to talk to her he's like there is one way to get you out of here and that's to confess you could just confess and we were talking about that and the thing about it is all those things are true mm, <laughs> yes. the th- that's she the funniest all part of all of those things that she's accused of she did yeah. it's not like she's being you know misrepresented no or, not know, like Mart- well, blamed or- Marjorie I mean, yeah, actually, true. those are true as well. But they shouldn't but really be they shouldn't crimes. Be crimes. Yeah, yeah, you know, they shouldn't be crimes, you know, but C- they are. Cersei is, in fact, a murderess, an incestor, an adulteress. Yeah, all those things. Yeah. She plotted a murder of her husband. Of her husband. Yeah, she did all those things. Yeah. Bad person. Bad person. You should be in here. She should be in there. Yeah, so she might confess, will she? I well, think maybe next episode she's going to get the naked treatment. Possibly. I mean, the tr- the episode nine uh, every season, it, which is the one coming up, is traditionally the big explosive. I mean, it was the Red Wedding. It was the Viper in the Mountain. It was the Dingle and the Mongoose. I think it was when Joffrey... Was killed. Yeah. No, he was no. killed in the first or second episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's last true. Of the season after. But uh, yeah, it's generally well, Ned Stark was was killed was killed in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's always the episode before the season finale. Yeah. So you know, we we, we people are coming to expect something. Something. This coming week. Although we got something big with the battle. So well, yeah, first well, we also there anything go to else we're missing here. Sam. Yeah. Sam and Gilly. And Gilly and the little boy. And the little boy. Talks to Sam about Jon Snow's choice to go and form this alliance with the wildlings. Yeah, because he's kind of pissed. He's like, he, they killed my pissed. family. A lot of people feel like they are just in being pissed. Yeah. Like, it is just to be upset with Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Because he knows nothing. He knows nothing. But he, he does. Know. We He does know. Oh, I mean, Jon Snow's he's smart. badass. 
He's the coolest. He's the coolest. And he got even cooler because he <sighs> kills a White Walker. Spoiler. Yep. Well, if hasn't if people haven't seen it by now, they're then they probably not even fans of the show. They're not even fans of the show. They're not even real fans I mean, of the, the show. The clips are dang. all over the place of that scene and the ending. So yeah, Jon Snow goes to meet with the wildlings, and it's on the a, other side of the wall. On the other side of the wall, in terrain that we've never seen on the other side of the wall. It was like rocky, ocean, mountainy terrain. We saw it a little bit when he meets. It's mostly, uh, I guess so. I only remember is like forest area, then like snowy dunes and snowy mountains. I don't yeah. remember this whole like well, rocky he, shoreline thing I've never seen before. When he goes to see Mance. There's a little bit of that. Is there? Initially. I kind of want to see a map of the the whole uh, wildling terrain. Because, like, where is Winterfell in conjunction to... the wall. The wall. It's south of the wall, it's but south it's of the way wall, closer right? to the wall. But it's closer than, than, anything. than anything else. Yeah. So Stannis is going south to get to Winterfell yes. to take over from the weasel and the dingus. Right. And, yeah. And. So he goes, and it's a 20-minute sequence that apparently took a month to shoot. In Iceland, or fuck me, who knows where. Yeah. yeah. They do stuff so, like, on location. It looks and is an incredible sequence. I mean, so... Yeah, well, it starts... They get off these little fucking... Boats. Dingy boats. Yeah. These canoes, essentially. And what's his name? Torment. Yeah, Torment. Big Red. Big Red. Big Red Beard. Big <laughs> Red John Beard. Jon Snow. They're confronted by the Lord of Bones and his cohorts, and fucking what's his name quickly dispatches of fucking Lord of Bones, which is funny because I thought he was a fucking badass from like the third season. He was. And like Lord of Bones is cool, and it's like he's quickly and easily fucking done in by torment. Yeah, just like give me that staff, smash your face. That was pretty awesome. He's just like, all right, this conversation isn't going anywhere. We need to do this fast. I'm going to smash his brains in. Yeah, he just clubs him with his own staff and beats his brains into the fucking ground and then they yeah. just move on they move on and we're kind of like did he just kill him Wait, is or he dead he is he, he yeah. out? no he just killed him. I, I didn't understand lord of bones place in the sort of hierarchy of the wildlings yeah like, was he Mance... one of the elders like because he was with Mance and stuff you yeah know? i think he was one of the, elders. the whole conversation was gather the elders we right. have to have this talk and he's like oh you're a traitor you're with the the crows and you know, oh, he's not my prisoner. Oh, so you're not his prisoner. Oh, so you're a traitor. Oh, you probably get on your knees and suck his little ding in, yeah. don't you? He was, then, that's when that's he, what he did said. It, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when he fucking beat him to death. <laughs> I just like the Lord of Bones costume. It was pretty awesome. I kind of wanted to know more about who is this guy and where did he get all these bones? And <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, he's what's dead. His background? Yeah, what's the background of the Lord of Bones? Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I mean, is his... Uh, his costume alone raises a lot of questions, you know? True. I thought he'd be some fucking badass. He just gets clubbed to death I know. Instantly. It was surprising. And nobody stepped in. Nobody was no like... No one does a thing. Yeah, his name's Lord of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you my minions? Maybe they don't like him. Yeah, God, Lord of Bones really takes himself seriously. Hey, how do you go to the bathroom in that? <laughs> Is there a special bone somewhere that keeps you from messing yourself? Well, they walk over basically, and then they go in, and then there's a thin elder, and there's this and woman. Sort of different clans are gathered. Different clans different of the wildlings. Clans, yeah. 
and they're sort of having this conversation of, you know, Red, and he's talking to them, and we're not going to make it, and the long night is coming, and... We need to work together. Yeah, uh, my ancestors would roll over in their grave. That's they knew the I would make in peace with the fucking crows, or, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to forget my dead. I'm not asking you to forget your dead. Yeah. I'm not going to forget my I lost 50 brothers when Mance Raider attacked yeah. the fucking wall. You know, so it was a really good scene. A great scene. And powerful. Jon Snow is very commanding, and Kit Harrington's a fucking great actor. He's a man. very good actor. Especially it, for being like five foot two or whatever. No. But like, well, no, it's impressive. Yeah, because like, you don't know he's as short as no, he is. No, and like to command a room, even if it is in a scene, it's just like, man, you know, like fucking kudos. It's a great scene. He's a great actor. And you're like right. to step up when it's all dialogue. Yeah. It's that group setting where you have to speak up and be heard and yes. make fucking, you know, make your case. And I don't trust the crows, but I trust you, Big Red. So if he's cool <laughs> with you, yeah, if he's cool with you, then fucking, all right, I'm on board. And so most of them agree, but the Then doesn't agree. And they show him the dragon. And there's a giant. There's a giant a who big agrees. A giant who agrees. And the, he shows him the dragon glass and says, like, you can kill a white walker with dragon glass. Mm. And, like, have you seen it? No, but my buddy did it and I trust him. So, you know, and take his word for it. You know, dragon glass. Well, they set this character up. Uh, her name, it's like Cal. I, f- I forget her name. But uh, you don't really get her name. No, people. Like, all but over she's the a internet, big character talking about her in the name. book, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's. And she's a really cool actor. She's a cool actress. And you're bummed. That I mean, she's the one who basically initially first says, "I'm, I'm, I don't trust a crow, but, but. I do trust Torment. I'm with you." And you really think that she's going to be a new character on the show? Yeah. And oh yeah. I thought she was going to be a part of the the next sequence of defending the wall from the White Walkers, and Jon Snow finds a new egret, and they're yeah. going to get busy or you know Maybe fall in love something. or. And then she has kids. And so basically enough of them agree that they start sort of putting them on boats. They're getting yep. them away from their little enclosure. And as that happens, you see this sort of like fog come over the mountains. And it's like eerie stillness, like, you know, creepy silence. Mm. And everyone's sort of looking up and getting them on the boat. People are still moving. And then uh, what's his, one of the Fen who's like, close the gate. Close yeah, the fucking knows. gate. Yeah, he knows that fog means White Walkers. Yeah, and so as they're closing the gate, there's literally thousands of wildlings on the other side of this yeah. gate. And so, like, that's sad, but it's also bad because yes. of the way that the fucking White Walkers operate. Yep. So they close the gate. Maybe 50-so people get through before it's closed. They lock it. Then again, another, like, silence, a beat of silence. And the one guy's like, Jon Snow, you got to come with me, man. You're the fucking captain of the guard. You have well, to- before that, the Then looks through the gate. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you see a zombie. <laughs> like, jump to the gate. But yeah. it's a zombie, like a World War Z zombie, that they're fast moving. And they can hold weapons. And they can, like, not that World War Z zombies can hold weapons, and especially not in the book and the movie. But they move in a pack, and they're really fast and yeah. agile. They can jump. They can fall off a mountainside, right. and they get up. And they, they're hungry, and they're ravaging. I don't know if they're biting. I mean, they do. but They're biting. They're kind of more like Army of Darkness skeletons yeah because there's some skeletons yeah. there's varying degrees of decomposition yep so you don't really know like how the stages work right depending on when yeah, they we were bit know. you don't know if the body continues to decompose because they're skeletons i guess they must and you can see some of them are thins and some of them most of them are the wildlings right i guess so a couple of them might be crows but uh yeah the, definitely there's just like an instant rush at the gate and the gate's being pushed open and f- fucking chipped away at with axes yep. and they're slowly starting to get through 
And so Jon Snow's like, uh, on me, men. We're going in. We're fucking going. Let's go get these. Well, and before that, we see the giant with the crows who are trying to pick up all the dragon glass. And they're in like a hut. And it's got an opening in the in the roof. And Well, that's where they had the meeting. That's that where, yeah, where they had the meeting. Sort of hut thing. Yeah. And the zombies come through it on jump onto the giant who... They're can't fighting, be taken down. and yeah, they, they, they it'd have to be like down. a wave of these creatures to take down the giant. It would have to be a couple hundred, like full collective force yeah. onto the giant to he's really. Literally, he's like giant. pulling them apart, just ripping them yeah. in half and stomping on them. Yeah, it's the giant, and the giant. There's a, part of his like attire, these like giant whale vertebrae yeah, that sort of act yeah. as armor, like giant like blue whale, biggest mammal in the sea. Yeah, and he's wearing it as fucking armor. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one of the it's coolest things. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And so they're trapped in this hut. The hut catches on fire. There's zombies to my left, zombies to right. my right. They're fighting and slashing and hacking and chopping. And the Thens got his giant Then axe, chopping, chopping. Red's hacking away. The crow, the narrow-faced crow is there. We don't know what happens to him, though. Cause... He's in the hut getting the glass. He was collecting the glass. What's he supposed to be doing? And then the whole thing goes up in flames. You think he's and dead. And we think he's dead. And then jo- that's when Jon Snow says, we got to get there. And then the then says, "Come with me." Yeah, and get the glass. So now they're aligned. You know, now we have the good news out of this is that the he's on that board. There's an alliance. Well, it's like alliances are made crows. out of necessity yeah. most time, and so this was like an instant ne- ne- necessary <laughs> alliance. Yeah, like uh, we're gonna all die, or we fight these or zombies. We fight together. So yeah, so they like have to rush back to the hut, and as they're doing that, just the whole fucking side of it opens up and bursts through as the giant going through and like opening up the whole side of this yeah. hut. He just bursts through the fucking thing. With like 10 zombies. Yeah. On. And he's fighting and punching and grabbing and stomping. And yeah. it's really cool. And then they run in and things are falling. The wood beams are on fire and there's a giant opening on the other side of the hut. And uh, as they're collecting the glass and or he's looking for the bag and there's bodies and then like Im walks through this giant white walker. Yeah. Like seven foot tall. I didn't yep. realize how big they're they can so be. Big. They're fucking huge. And they're fucking like like warriors. warriors. You know, they're fucking like oh, yeah. fighters. And they're tacticians and shit. Which we didn't see before because when Not Sam really. kills that white walker, we still don't really know how capable how capable they are yeah because he didn't have weapons and he just sort of went to attack sam so yeah. you don't know if they're stupid or like not stupid but like you don't know their abilities right on the wharf on the battlefield but this guy had this like guy. this giant spear and it looked like a, some sort of like dragon glass but it was like a bone uh tip of the spear it was mm. either like bone or stone or some sort of magic fucking mineral that was carved into a spearhead yes and like uh the thens like get the glass john snow and the guy the fucking white walker this giant spear and like no sword it was just this spear, spear. slash yeah. bow staff thing and then the, the then goes up to fight him and as soon as the hit, thens battle act makes contact with the head of that spear it just crumbles into like a bajillion pieces just shatters the whole s- s- axe and so he's instantly Which just sort cool. of skewered by the the spear yeah. the, instantly I mean, you feel bad for him instantly. sort of he was dead. kind of a jerk, but then... You but he's a thin. And he know? was big, too. He was a big guy. He wasn't the biggest of thins that we saw. Those no. guys from the last season were fucking huge. Yeah, they were. The guy... Remember that one thin that had that fucking owl perch on yes. his shoulder? It was a really cool fucking costume design and, like, stuff, you know? It's like yeah. the owl was like a... Like, almost like a 
bird of prey watching ahead sort of thing yeah. guide and shit that was really cool that was from the season before but yeah so this then is like easily disposed of by this white walker and, and then uh, left is john and john snow's still scrambling to find the fucking obsidian the fucking dragon glass and uh he reaches for his sword and the white walker just kicks him and the sword goes flying out yeah. of the out into the snow and then uh he goes up against him again and the guy hits him with the fu- fucking dull end of the spear and john like falls off the higher like level of the hut and lands like wind wind knocked knocked out. out, You can totally feel it too. You're like, oh, that that would hurt. Some people would not get up from that. Fuck no, like getting hit like that, and then you probably cracked a few ribs. Who knows what happened when you landed? Your back might have been fucked up. Yeah, you could have broken your back. Yeah, ruptured a disc. You wouldn't even be able to stand. Right. You know, and so John still rolls up and like grasping onto his side and shit, getting up, running to get the sword, and then the White Walker meets him out there. He picks up his sword and they start dueling. And then uh, the coolest first initial part is when they first make contact with Jon Snow's sword and the fucking White Walker spear and the and the sword doesn't break and the sword doesn't shatter and it hits and the White Walker's like, Bleh. yeah, he's so shocked because yeah. it's like, wait a minute, yeah. your, your weapons don't work online. Yeah, your weapons are like, yeah, just easily destroyed or like crumbled. I want to so know. It's Valerian steel. It's Valerian steel because it's given to him by the old leader of the guard. Uh, before he dies, who's Jorah's father? Jorah's father, and he yeah. had that sword before he became a uh, night watchman or whatever. Right. And so that sword is this like has this past, and it's Valerian steel. And so he bits him with the fucking spear, and then what? Bop Perry, and then slices through him, and the whole White Walker just dissipates. Yeah, a that bajillion was awesome. little fragments, and it, like instant just. Foomph, and you're like, whoa, that was an epic moment. That was epic. And it's also an important clue to the future because how do you we, dispose we of know them? how they can dispose of them. Yeah. And clearly he's going to have to align people With in all the kingdoms Valeria, together. Because well, Valerian steel is like the most precious of all metals. It's the most expensive. Mm. It's the rarest. It's the hardest to obtain. If you have it, you're probably in line with Lannisters or like the richer of the kingdoms and stuff. And I'm not sure where Valerian steel originates from. Like what air- region of Valeria? The- is yeah, is that a thing? Is, yeah, yeah, it is because so- that's where uh, Rob Stark's. Uh, wasn't Wife she Valerian? Was from, wasn't she Valerian? I guess so, yeah. yeah. So it is from Valeria. And, Brienne uh, of Stark has Valerian steel. Brienne of Tarth? Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> Brienne of Stark. Brienne of Stark. She has, doesn't, didn't I Jamie, Jamie Oath, gave her... A, her sword's called Oathkeeper. I'm not sure if it is Valerian steel. I know that... Who had Valerian It was made steel? out of Ned Stark's... Remember he they break sword. down Ned Stark's sword? I don't sword. think Ned Stark's sword was Valerian steel, was it? That giant I'm, sword that he I had? I think so, Maybe yes. Maybe it was. I don't know for sure. We can't say yes or yeah. no. But either way, it's nice to know that something outside of like rare, rare dragon glass can dispose of yeah. a White Walker. Oh, yeah. And that Jon Snow knows how to do it. So yep. then from there, he like gets up. The, the narrow-faced crow is alive and he yeah. picks up John and he says, we got to get out of here. And John's like, we didn't the get glass. the dragon glass. He's like, fuck He's like, that. We're fuck all dead. Yeah. He literally said, go. so red, the three of them are running in front of the giant who's behind them. And they're running to get to the shore. The giant has one of like the big beams from the, uh, they enclose the uh, wall that they made, and he's swinging it like a baseball yeah. bat, like hitting dozens of the zombies at a time. That's like flaming on one end, and the zombies just swinging this thing like a club. It's pretty. It's literally cool. like a giant fucking 
wooden beam, beam yeah. yeah, to like keep out enemies and shit. And then um, as that's happening, the fucking girl who had put her daughters on the boat, so the daughters are going to be yeah. at the white wall. She is hacking and slashing, and then she looks and comes upon like five white walker children or like zombie, zombie children, children which is the creepiest freezes. shot yeah it's a very strange shot. so creepy yeah and then she's literally like instantly this overtaken by them because she like freezes yeah she has like a motherly reaction i don't yeah, know yeah i guess was. so i mean kind of it's i remember one reviewer said oh she sees her children it's not her children it's not her children it's children she's overtaken by because they're they're pretty decomposed these yeah, well, particular ones. And, like, she might have saw her children in them. Yeah, something it, like that. You could say that, maybe, because she definitely freezes. Like, she's chopping away and holding her own, and then she just fucking freezes. Which was weird. I was like, what are you doing? She doesn't want to uh, chop the children, but they're not children. They're zombies. That, you, you see that in Walking Dead and stuff, where it's like, that's not your wife anymore. Morgan, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's a shame, because I liked her as an actress. I know. And I liked that character, because it'd be cool to sort of not replace Egret, but have another like badass female wild yes, chick. Yes, definitely. Like, that would be a cool new character. I know. Uh, but she's instantly taken and eaten and like just devoured yeah. looking. But then and then later, okay, so she's killed, they're getting on the boat, they got to get the fuck out of there. Right. And the whole thing's gone. It's a wash. And uh, the, they get on the boat, and as they're getting on the boat, the, gi- the, the giant just walks into the ocean, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> With zombies yeah, on him. He's pulling, he's pulling them off. And, and I guess these guys can't swim, because no one's following them, following yeah, them into the, the boat. Yeah, the zombies don't follow into the water. They stop at the shoreline. They stop, yeah. And they show, like, a fucking bird's eye shot of, like, thousands of them just, uh, you know, waiting on the shoreline. And as they're leaving, you see, like, the feet these yeah, like cut to the boots yeah, walking the boots, along the dock like fancy looking really like yeah. you know expensive whatever tailored boot leather ding dong outfit <laughs> and he's like it cuts up and it's this white walker with like an ice crown basically in his head so yeah, he's, li- he's li- the king. clearly the king of these white walkers i believe he was in last season for a short time like the offering remember when they had the baby offerings and he comes oh, and he turns okay. it, the baby into a white walker so they weren't eating them remember they thought they were yeah. eating them but they're not they're, they're not changing yeah. them to make an army a fucking giant army and so they're on the boat and they're literally like 20 feet out, you know, like they're yeah. so close. They could have been, you know, it just, it's really cool how close they show they were to being destroyed, killed, yeah. you know, and then they're leaving and they're leaving and the, this fucking King White Walker holds his arms out and he's holding his arms out and it's silence and he sort of turns his hands up. And as he does so, everyone that had been killed or disposed of in that fucking battle rises up. Yes. It's like a whole new fucking regiment of yeah. the army is created from that battle, which they thought they had at least escaped from. Which means everything is terrifying. And you can see, I mean, that, I mean it's kudos like, to Ken Harrington because what an amazing performance he gave in this episode. Yeah. Like, he should get nominated for this episode. I mean, the look on his face is literally every emotion yeah. that you could imagine. Like surprise, that, shock, yeah. anger, like, sadness, like, overwhelming. Overwhelmed, like, frustration. Yeah, like, like, oh, my God. We're fucked. And then he's, you can see him, like, thinking about the future yes. when they get back to the wall. Like, this is a whole new thing they have to factor in because it's true. It's fucking the scariest thing of all. It's like anyone we kill is going to come back or anyone they 
kill yeah. of ours is going to come back and fight for them. It's like, how the fuck do you win that army? You don't. Or and that I mean, battle. I, mean, I, I don't that know army, that they that do. But the coolest thing about that, too, is so they have this stare off, basically. Mm-hmm. And the and all you hear is this chill wind chill. Like birds, like seagulls, and no like water, music. water hitting the shoreline, like hitting the, the tide coming it's in and out. Brilliant! And then it just ends, and it cuts to the credits. And roll. it's in the credits. The yeah, sound. the credits roll. And there's no music. It's just like this eerie. Oh wow! Tide coming in sounds like the ocean. Just like the ocean, but also sounds. that wind chill. Yeah, the wind, like a winter chill. I mean, it's really one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen Frozen on television. Pond. It may be the most brilliant sequence I've ever seen on television. I guess it was incredible. I mean, yeah, I'd have to think about that. That's a pretty big statement, but yeah, it's fucking incredible. And what else is about that? Yeah, it definitely sets up like where the fuck is this gonna go. Dang it. I was going to say something else about that, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was just a really good episode. It reminds me of what Walking Dead does, actually, about how they make you wait it out. And then they put in this giant sequence, Mm -hmm. like the prison when he cuts off Herschel's head and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And you're just, like, completely invested again. Because you kind of lose you, they lose you, they lose you, bit by bit, bit by bit. (laughs) And then they do this giant sequence where everything happens at once and you're instantly completely, like, absorbed. Orbed back into as the show we were by this as sequence. we were by this sequence and you're right because we've openly talked uh, like about game of thrones this season how they've lost us a little bit it's been a little dull it's been a little dull and their tricks aren't as like tricky anymore it's not as uh oh we failed to mention the uh alliance that's been formed between Tyrion and daenerys that's also happened oh in this how could we forget that that's yeah. one of the best scenes ever because it's what it's a brilliant dialogue scene. Yeah, and it's something that we didn't get to see this season where it's like actual characters conspiring Game of Thrones yes. style about, you know, how they're going to get to the throne playing the game, uh-huh. you know? And that's something that sort of we didn't really, you didn't notice was missing, but you're like, why am I bored by a lot yeah. of this dialogue? And you're like, oh yeah, because it's not... There's no good dialogue. And there's nothing, yeah. it's not about anything outside of, you, you know, it's mm-hmm. like we got to get our daughter back, Jamie. Right. <laughs> 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 You're gonna have a different face. Every yeah, week. right. Bah, bah. Wah, wah. Yeah, no, that scene. So Tyrion is not sure whether Khaleesi's gonna kill him. Yeah, he's like, she's like, why shouldn't I kill you? Your brother killed my dad. Yeah, and you know, and this sort of thing. And like, he's like, well, you shouldn't kill me because uh, I killed my mother coming out of her womb, and I killed my dad before I got here. Yeah, you know, and she's like, oh. Well, because you think because you killed a couple Lannisters, I'm not going to kill you. He's like, well, and then she says something like, why should I let you serve me? And he's like, I'm not so sure that I want to serve he's you. He's a genius. Yeah, he it's talks cool. his way out of everything. Yeah, and he did. Does gives he spins the whole thing around. Yeah, here he is on maybe his death sentence. Yeah, and he spins it around talking about um, Varys, who she. Uh, immediately recognizes as a spider who was spying on her. Yeah, who Jorah was feeding the information. But she, but he spins it around saying that he, I, he thought she was the only one who's capable of taking over. Yeah, and he wanted to see for himself. And then he, he, he know Tyrion knows exactly when to throw in a compliment and to be arrogant. Yeah, and to have power. He's really the genius. He knows when to like thrones. shift the power. Yeah, the power shift, the status shifting of a conversation, and the people always bite because it's like. 
like, yeah, she doesn't have advisors. If she doesn't no, have Jorah, she, she doesn't him. have Sir Barristan, and he's dead. And then, like, outside of that, who is, like, on her council? Like, the dude who's fucking you at night? Fucking yeah, bing bong guy? Like, who's that guy? What does he care? You know, he's and not, he's a soldier. Yeah, he's a, he's a sellsword. He's a mercenary. Yeah, yes. And then she's going to marry this dingling guy, the fucking, uh, you know, who slave owner. The, right. Yeah. The, you know, so you, who else do you have in your corner that, that really knows the Seven Kingdoms? It doesn't just know it, but it was, you know, the hand of the king. A part of it. A huge part of it. Yeah. You know, so really it's like you, in all fairness, you kind of need me more than okay so like he even said he's like so i had a few good days before my i was i was going to be killed anyway yeah for killing my dad yeah it's smart man well and she's smart to to realize that she does need him yeah and there's a she has a you know there's more it's worth more to for her to keep him alive yes and to as opposed to just killing him and making a statement which so what you know yeah you know you're better off having him in your corner and him, he says, like, yeah, I trust Varys. He's the only one that, like, I'd be dead if it wasn't for yeah, Varys. Yeah, he says he's the only one in the Seven Kingdoms he trusts. He trusts. Which is quite an interesting yeah. statement. And then he said to her, like, oh, and if his it brother wasn't, Jamie. Yeah, and Jamie. And he said, if it wasn't for Varys, you would probably have been killed as an infant. Because Varys was the advisor of That's the right. Mad King. And he pulled strings to keep her alive as an infant because mm-hmm. they were coming to kill all the Targaryens and wipe them out. So, like, she and he said that, like, actually, Varys was probably one who kept you alive. Like, was, you know. Yeah. Which is interesting, too. But, yeah, so they end up having uh, over wine an alliance. Yeah. And Jorah is sort of, because even what he said, like, what did uh, Tyrion even said? Like, hey, he saved my life, but, like, you can't have someone that betrayed you in your council. And that's actually how the episode starts. It starts with Tyrion at, at her feet and the yeah. she's sitting on the throne and Jorah's there too and he basically talks her into saving Jorah's life but, but setting like letting him go, him. banishing him. Again. Yeah, and it's weird cuz Tyrion says like he saved my life, but if he like comp- jeopardized your life, like I wouldn't kill him, mm-hmm. but have him be banished or something like that. Well, so, because of his devotion, he tells her that he believes he's in love with her and right. he's completely devoted to her. Right. And then she says, well, I should kill him. And she says, it, it, a ruler shouldn't kill someone who's completely devoted. It's a bad look. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Why would he want to save him? That's what I wonder. Because he could have spun that any way he wanted. He's so Yeah. Good he could have said, know, like, yeah, kill him and, you know, take him and save me or yeah. whatever, you know. But... No, I feel like Jorah will come into play because Jorah, as soon as he's kicked out, he goes back to the slave owner, the gladiator arena slave yeah. owner guy and says, uh, let me fight for you. And Which means he's a slave again, which yeah. is kind well, of ridiculous. He's like, well, you're a free man. Why would you want to fight for me? And you struck me. He's like, yeah, well, I struck you because bang, bang, bang. And here's that money you gave me. You gave him that coin. Mm-hmm. He's like, take the coin. I'll fight for you. And if I win... Think about how much money you can sell me for when mm-hmm. you win. He's like, why would you want to be a slave again? So he's plotting. So he wants yeah, to get back he wants into to get back with her. Yeah, and he wants to win her favor in the fucking pits, in the fighting pits, as a gladiator. But so, why? Because he's just so desperately in love with her. And I think he just wants back in. I think he wants back in. He feels bad, and he also has the gray skull or the gray That's scale. That's true. So he he could die anyway. Mm-hmm. He's going to die anyway, I guess, unless he gets treated at some point in in the show. So if he does fight in the pits, he's got doesn't have a whole lot to lose. True, you know, because he could he will just die anyway. So we see for the preview of this coming weekend that 
the pit start. Like she's presiding over the yeah, the and it's like a huge fights. coliseum scene. You know, it's not just some little dingy pit. Like no, this it's is like gladiator type gladiator. Yeah, Maximus Aurelius. Big, but it is big. fucking big. Yeah, big, it's yeah. a huge coliseum. Yeah. So I was yeah I was surprised about that because they refer to it as the fighting pits. It's like this is a giant show. You know, and then also we see that Jamie is in Dorne, and he's basically saying the the guy there is saying pledge allegiance to me and I'll let you go the mm-hmm. king mm-hmm. and or whatever that guy His brother, is or the brother the of brother the brother of the viper yeah and Jamie doesn't want to do that we've got that going on um what else do we have well we we've got Jon Snow returning to the wall and my big fear yeah. with this is are they going to let him back in the wall? Because there's sort of, I mean, well, they the books, show, there's a mutiny. They show the, what's his name, like the old guard, the old guy. Who's against him. And he was, he's standing on like the top of the wall looking down at Jon Snow. And kind of they pissed, kinda just, like, yeah, what are exactly. you doing here? Yeah, I think I'm just going to let you in now, huh, with your wildling buddies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your giant. Yeah, your giant, just come on in, fuck you. I hope they don't have to scale that wall again. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I don't know if Sam's going to help him or he's going to be locked up or who knows yeah gilly you know who knows something uh, big's gonna happen it oh, probably well also they showed that we're gonna see stannis go towards winterfell but then also there's mm-hmm. one other thing we missed um ramsey and lord bolton ramsey's trying to convince his father to go attack stannis's armor ar- ar- army where they are staying instead of letting them come there. And he's saying, why would we do that? We're protected by being in the gates of Yeah, the Winterfell. wall, and we have to go through the snow. I couldn't get an army through there. And Ramsey basically says, I don't need an army. I just need 20 good men. So what does that mean? I think he wants to, like, happening there. sneak in and kill Stannis in the night or something. And you maybe know? he does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens there. Yeah. Or he gets killed trying. But he's right. It's like, because he's like... What does he say? He's like a you know a real king wouldn't just hide behind a wall. He mm-hmm. would go and make a statement and kill them on our own lands for trying to come here in the first place, kind of thing. I am rooting for Ramsay to die because well, I'm yeah. I'm not just because of the obvious. It's just I'm really tired of how evil he is. I was tired of how jo- evil Joffrey was, and thankfully he finally died. But this is like I just I'm ugh. I want Sansa to like have a break. Sick of this guy. It's like over the top, you know. I just want some yeah. justice there. Yeah, and I was sort of bored by Ramsey's, you know, sycophantic, sociopathic ways with the torturing of Theon. Like that went yeah, on. Yeah, that went time. on for two. Yeah, like, you're fuck. right. It did. It that went on way too long. Like, geez, how long is he going to be, you know, fucking shackled to that whatever cross or cross whatever it was? Thing and yeah tortured and tormented for episode after episode after yeah. episode. Yeah, I was yeah, so, you know, that's just continuing. So we'll see what happens there. So, I mean, it, it's going to be pretty exciting whatever happens this weekend. And uh I have to admit I am reengaged. Yeah, it's definitely 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 reengaged for the next two episodes. Yes. We have two <laughs> and then, and then they a, screw a, us for a year. A year we have to wait. <laughs> yeah, we get three good episodes maybe. We'll see what happens. What else we got? You got some uh, Reddit reposts. We got some other stuff to talk about. Reddit reposts. Reddit reposts. It's actually Reddit weekly reposts. Oh, sorry about that. You continue to get that wrong. (laughs) Maybe you should let me intro the segment. sorry. And you can just not get it wrong. (laughs) And you won't have to get it wrong. Fine. Reddit weekly reposts. When there's not much else to talk about. 
Let's see what's on the docket today. Bung, 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 bung. Oh, here's a cool thing. Uh, Roald Dahl, being a good friend of Ian Fleming, wrote the script for the James Bond film You Only Live Twice. Oh. Interesting, right? That's interesting. You never know who's going to be friends with who in these communities. Yeah, you do not. It's always a like strange thing. Oh, here's some... There's a whole thing I think we should post about like 30 like interesting facts about the filming of the movie Predator. Oh, well, and let's hear some of them. there's a whole bunch of stuff that it was kind of a fucking shit show. Like, uh, well, Shane Black was cast. The only reason he was one of the soldiers was because the director, John McTiernan, wanted to have a writer on the set because I guess the script wasn't like 100% done okay. for shooting. And I guess... Uh, the guy who plays Billy Bear, Sonny Land, yeah, Billy Bear. They had to uh, have security on the set, and they thought, like, no, not not you know to protect Billy Bear, but to protect you guys from him. Why? Because apparently he's a fucking nut job. A no. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that's what they're saying. Like, and I don't think anything that actually happened, but yeah, they're like you have to, you should get security <laughs> if you want him to I be wonder in if this that movie. was true on 48 hours too cuz he was he was Billy Bear in 48 the original 48 hours Yeah, Sonny Landham is his name. I don't know if that happened it might have it might have happened uh might have uh, definitely happened. He might be a crazy <laughs> motherfucker, I guess. That, I don't know. That's an interesting in piece of info. Yeah, there's lots of interesting what stuff. What else? Give us a couple um, more. I guess they filmed it like in uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, a bunch of it, and everybody got like not dysentery, but like food poisoning. Really? Yeah. And so what happened was, I guess a lot of the guys that are like seasoned on the set stopped eating, so they didn't get sick. Oh. But like Arnold, like ate some street food in Mexico and got really fucking sick. Oh no. And so if you watch the movie, he also stopped eating just outright and just uh-huh. like stayed hydrated and if you watch the beginning versus the end you can see how much thinner he is in his face and actually if you go back and watch huh. it the last few scenes when he's covered in mud and before he puts the mud on and uh-huh. that sort of thing he is especially in his face he looks a lot more gaunt and really like, skinny. oh i gotta go see it again yeah now. it's interesting so they all stopped eating food you know wow yeah and Carl Withers was cast because they wanted someone who was like a real actor, I guess, opposite Arnold mm-hmm. to sort of like pad it up because yeah. Arnold wasn't really considered much of an actor back then. You yeah. Know? Not yeah. an actor. Not like, you know, he was a Is he considered action star. an actor now? I don't know. <laughs> he was pretty good in uh, True Lies. That's good. true. That was a kind of a defining moment for him, and because it was such a, it was considered a good film instead yeah. of a B action Arnold film. It was considered just a good action film. Yeah, and James Cameron was saying that uh, Arnold has to sort of place cue cards off screen, sort mm-hmm. of stuff when he's had, when he has longer. Not mo- like monologues mm-hmm. or longer scenes. He has to like have cue cards in the, at the ready to read just because of that reason, mm. which okay. is interesting. Uh, what else here? It says that, uh, oh, for to film the uh, sort of heat vision sequences of the predator uh-huh. in the mask, that was like, I guess, a real fucking like improvised sort of shit show where they didn't know how to do it. And first they had... Uh, they had the night vision goggle heat sensor goggles, uh-huh. but it's so fucking hot there that it oh. all looked the same. And so what they had to do was they would take a frame and have the camera and then they would spray the whole area with ice water <laughs> and like really? to try to like change, get that 
to you know that set contrast between the actor and the fucking rest of the surroundings yeah. it's a hundred and something degrees and like that didn't work at all so they had to go into post and like do all those scenes in post okay which is interesting too wow Wow, well, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of little stuff. Well, we'll post it on the blog. Yeah, oh yeah, John Claude Van Damme was originally cast as that the, I've heard the monster, and then they 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 had to bring in Stan Winston to design the monster because they show some of the original monster designs, and it's so dumb. Really, it has like a brontosaurus neck <laughs> and this stupid head, and yeah, and our, I guess John Claude Van Damme really thought he's like I'm going to be in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and like <laughs> and he gets really up, it's like here, monster. put this on, and he's like, what is this? I'm a fucking karate man, ninja. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what am I doing? Well, that's interesting too because I mean, the actual what it ended up being is one of the most iconic movie monsters of all time. Oh, absolutely! Like you, everyone references that as sort of a go-to, but kid stands the test of time. Yeah. And the guy who wrote it, he wanted to write the movie basically Rocky, but with an alien. Okay. That's that was the I was like okay. underdog such and such. I guess Fights. he's an underdog. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess the the monster is Apollo Creed and oh, Arnold, Arnold okay. is. Okay. So because it is in fact Apollo Creed. He's like, I wanted to do Rocky in space or Rocky yeah. in, in the alien story or something. Well, you know, when it came. I <laughs> Which mean, is you, funny because Carl Withers is, is in the movie. Is in the movie. When you talk about, you talk about seeing this as like yeah. it was so great and it was defining for as a kid it, when it actually came out it was not really seen as necessarily like legit B. it was definitely kind of be it was an arnold yeah. film it was definitely seen and it's kind of become more of a cult it's favorite totally a cult i saw favorite. it when it came out but it definitely wasn't it wasn't one of those movies that was considered like a action no well that makes sense i could see why that would be the case i think like i would try to watch it like when I was four or like five or six and stuff, mm-hmm. and like my mom would put it on like at lunch period. Like we'd go <laughs> home at lunch and try to watch it. And like every time when they cut down the vines and like they see the hanging skeletons, I'd be like, oh, like turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I can't watch, I can't watch. That's tough for kids. Yeah, yeah I know. I was a fucking kid. It's like, why are you even uh, letting me try to watch this movie? She's like, well, if I'm here, you can probably watch. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, I can't watch. Oh my god, skinned people, skinned people. Yeah, I didn't like. I know it's tough for anybody, let alone a, a, a small child, a small fucking little child. Yeah, so we'll put that up there because there's a whole bunch more interesting little stuff about how fucking what a nightmare That's that movie cool. was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, this is a really funny thing um, of Game of Thrones. Brienne of Tarth, real name is Gwendolyn Christie, uh, did this giant sort of like outsider art nude photo spread really she she was in her like because you know she's six four in real life (gasps) no i didn't know that and so i guess she was sort of thought as this because and she's actually like really pretty yeah she's very attractive and very attractive and so they it's like you will post those pictures too or like a link because Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you can look at them it's like it's with her and then this girl who's clearly like four foot something and they're naked and she's doing these risque poses and mm-hmm. dressed up in these strange outfits and one of those things you do when you're like an art student yeah. you know what i mean and you're like yes i'll do that for sure and now oh. it surfaces once you become a legitimate actor yes you know? like oh yeah that thing yeah that was a good thing i did it was fun i mean that's actually cool pictures are they okay kind of hot kind of cool all right cool and hot all good right. mixture what else here uh unrelated 
Uh, Chris Christopherson wrote the song Me and Bobby McGee. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. And Janis Joplin's version was just a cover of that song. Really? Yeah. Actually, I think that's known. Which is pretty cool. I yeah. mean, that happens a lot in in that era of music and today, where like one person writes it and all these different people have their own version of yeah. it and one becomes famous or known. Oh, there's like, I mean, Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann was a huge hit and Bruce Springsteen wrote it and covered it on his first yeah. album. And, at, and Dolly Parton I mean, wrote, wrote, it was uh, on his first Dolly album. Parton wrote I Will Always Love You. Yeah, a lot of people. Whitney and, Houston song. Yeah. It's all. It's like her song, you know what I mean. But it's written by Dolly Parton, and actually, Dolly Parton's like country version is beautiful. It is beautiful in its own right. It's fucking brilliant. It yeah. really lends itself to that song, you know. So Prince wrote a bunch of people's songs. Prince wrote, wrote time Man- after Monday, time, time after time. Yeah. For he wrote it for Cindy Lauper too. Oh, he did. Yeah, he like deliberately was like, "This is for you." Hmm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and Bruce Springsteen did that like that song "Fire" for Pointer Sisters. Yes, that happens all the time. And does yeah. his own version. Version of it too, and his own versions nice. I like more. Yeah. I like even more, to be honest, uh, just because it's cool. So that happens a lot in the music industry. I think that's funny because me and Bobby McGee, it's like an iconic Janis, Janis Joplin, Joplin song. Yes, it is. And Chris Christopherson started as like a janitor at a music studio he in did? Nashville. Yeah, it was something like this. And you, you might know him as uh, Whistler from Blade. The Blade series. In, and he's a good actor. My age, you'll know him from other things like Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. He's a really good Martin actor. One of Martin Scorsese's first films. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking great actor. Go figure. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, Beck. Beck's 1990 hit Loser was a freestyle. The whole thing. The verses and chorus both being done on the first take. <laughs> what? Yeah. How about that? Oh, Beck's the best. He's like, it just makes Kanye West seem even more stupid. <laughs> yes, like, it how, does. How could you do that, you dummy? You dingling? You dingling? Well, remember you said, like, when that whole thing came down with him and Kanye. You looked at the album for, you looked at all the names on, like, well, actually, well, you someone, no, Beyonce's. Yeah, well, someone posted, a, like, a, a side-by-side that said, like, Beyonce's album. And it was like, all these names, producer this, so-and-so, 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 like 25 names. It says Beck's album, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> we should post that on the, we'll post that on the website too. And another funniest thing about that is Beck's dad actually worked on that Beyonce album. He's what? like an engineer and arranger or no something. No way. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's like, an interesting That's so tidbit. funny. It's like if Kanye West only knew how silly that makes him look. Uh, what else here? Oh, here's a funny thing we should post. There's this service on the internet that sends you every month uh, snack foods from different countries and regions, like their Ooh. popular snack foods that they eat. Like you get Sweden and Japan and like India and like what their equivalent of Doritos is, and it comes in a box and you get it every month for like six months. Wow! We post that on the. Uh, I like that idea. I know it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Kind of see like the local fare, yeah. You know, what they consider a quick grab for a snack at a gas station or whatever. Where does 7-11. it ship from? Where I don't know where it ships from. It's a call. It's a. Snack. Yeah, let me look it up. It's uh, Universal Universal Yums. Hmm. Universal Yums. Uh, you get 13 or more snacks in every box. Unique snacks from the featured country. A mix of flavors. Salty, sweet, spicy, and more. Renews automatically on the first of every month. Uh, yeah, they literally send you a whole array of like you know regional snacks. Fun. Yeah, it is cool. Snacks. Snacks. We all like snacks. We all like snacks. If you're a movie goer, yeah, Scandinavia, China, Italy, Brazil, Germany, they 
Yeah, they take a whole kit. Are they sweet? Are they savory? Sweet? Well, or they, they said. What are they? They said it's a mix of sweet, uh, savory, sweet, salty, spicy. So you'll get the chips they have. You'll get the gummies and the Fun. chocolates and the cookies and whatever is like the most popular in that region. Does it say how much it is? It's twenty five bucks a month. That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I kind of want to like snack. Yeah, I kind of I do that like once. I'll yeah. do. I'll try that. Can I just pick one? Do I have to do it monthly? Every can I just, month. Can I just pick one? Snacks. Like no. Cannot just pick one. <laughs> it's an interesting idea. Though. It is though. I yeah, I think that's cool. I would do that if I was like some bored rich guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a fun thing. Speaking of bored rich guys, Costco hasn't changed the price of its dollar fifty hot dog and soda combo in thirty years. What? So it was cheap then, and it's even cheaper now. And it's still cheap. How does that apply to bored rich guys? <laughs> I don't know. It's really bored poor guys. Yeah. Or hungry poor guys. Well, I love that, that they don't do that, because that is a great deal. Costco does a lot of good stuff like that, though. Costco is fucking known for their sort of treatment of employees. And and I guess they're... The CEO of Costco put a salary cap on himself for a million dollars a year. Good for him. Something like that. Something crazy, unheard of in American economy, fucking American corporate. If they all did stuff like that, it'd be different. It'd be a better world. Yeah. What else do we got here? Oh, uh... This is funny that the the only Japanese passenger on the RMS Titanic, uh, there you know, the sinking of the Titanic, there was one passenger and he survived, but afterwards was condemned and ostracized by the Japanese public, press, and government because he chose to save himself rather than go rather than go down the ship. Yeah, that's so Japanese. So Japanese, yeah. right? You got to like die kamikaze. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so funny. And you survived the only one on the ship. I'm like the only one. Wouldn't you be happy What's that I'm alive? What's he supposed to do? Just like, okay, I'll die. Yeah. I die now. You go with the, the band. You stick with the band. Wow. And, yeah. Isn't that funny? It's like, come on, I survived. Say what he did? I mean, like, so he was banished. Did he have to leave Japan? I don't know did if he, he was banished. To be an old man somewhere? But he was condemned and ostracized, so he might have had to change his name or that something. Sucks. I don't know. Poor guy. Yeah, it sucks, right? What else do we got here? Uh, oh, from Fight Club, Tyler Durden. In the book, well, yeah, this is sort of obvious. Uh, originally in the book, uh, when Tyler Durden recites a workable recipe for a homemade explosives, um, he does it in the novel. But in the interest of public safety, the filmmakers decided to substitute f- uh, fictional recipes for the real ones. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still go read the book. I mean, you can go by the anarchist cookbook if you want to make uh-huh. explosives but yeah i guess well, they changed cool. it it's interesting yeah pat robertson boo boo this is gonna hate make you hate him even more if you didn't already uh pat robertson diverted rwandan genocide aid to build a diamond mine in liberia fucker fucker uh, the Virginia AG whose campaign received 35000 from Robertson des- declined to prosecute. They declined to prosecute him because they received money from him. What a fucking yeah. piece of See? shit. They, everybody receives money from somebody else. Yeah, and so nothing gets done. No, there is they're no... all beholden to yeah. special interests. It's no so justice true. served. No justice is served. Yeah, it's horrible. Well, at least uh, the head of FIFA stepped down, and John yeah. Oliver will now have to drink a Bud Light Lime. Ugh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> poor man. Poor guy. He says he's going to do it. He's been tweeting yeah. pictures of it. And so yes, he will do it. Good for it. him. Yeah, he's he should do, do it. it. He should do it. He said he'd do it. He'll yeah, do it. he's a man of it's his a, word. And it's a fucking beer. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's drinking liquid shit or you know, <laughs> going to India. Maybe. Maybe you would. Maybe. Well, it's, I guess it tastes like liquid shit. And here's one more thing that we should post because um, with Jay-Z releasing the title music streaming mm-hmm. system, blah, 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 total crash. And apparently Sony's threatening to pull all of Beyonce's music from that too, from the service. Interesting. So Jay-Z can't have his own wife's uh-huh. music because uh-huh. of whatever contract. But this is a funny thing. Uh, how well can you actually hear audio quality? NPR put out a quiz to test the ability to distinguish between uh, different compressed uncompressed waves because one of like the selling points of title mm-hmm. is that if you pay the 19 dollars 20 dollars a month mm-hmm. versus pandora which is 10 you get the uncompressed like higher quality audio so no, what no, that's th- bullshit. right and so yeah uh, yeah and so what they did was on npr they have these songs next to each other with mm-hmm. uncompressed compressed Wave file, whoop de woo, and they want you take it and you got to pick which one you think is better, uh-huh. and then you get a you know whatever read like of, the Pepsi challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you we'll post that link on the website, and you guys can take this fucking test because I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna, and I want to see is it worth the extra ten dollars a I'm month? I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. It, it seemed like such an elitist thing. It is an elitist thing. Who said like when you see fucking madonna and Nicki minaj and kanye west and jay-z and beyonce all on a stage together talking about like artists finances like it doesn't yeah, they're exactly the one percenters they're the one percent like taylor swift you guys are the one percenters yeah, man you don't have to worry about this yeah shit. you're not t- why are you talking about like artist fucking integrity yeah. and artists you know not making enough money when yeah, you make up. all of the money yeah they make the money and you're there standing on a stage together yeah with a collective billions of dollars you're all worth Blah. talking to us about how we need to spend more money yeah, on fuck you. you yeah it doesn't really i'm not really find losing another sleep. way yeah i'm not losing no love it doesn't lost screw the consumer yeah well i've got some stuff to say oh man <laughs> we're, i think we're done we're at an well, hour i here. just want to quickly tell people oh yeah of course that uh what's uh because it's june now yep. what uh what's leaving what's coming on netflix it's a new month we'll have the whole list for it's you guys it's a new month you might have to do some binge watching if you give a shit yeah i mean uh one thing that i think was of note is the wachowski's new series sense eight which is premiering june 5th on netflix it uh the show follows eight people from across the globe who suddenly find out they're linked together as if entangled in the same consciousness and also under threat from a mysterious enemy. It's sci-fi and, uh, you know, the Wachowskis and this the is Matrox trilogy. Matrox. Trilogy <laughs> Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, not Matrix video. Matrix <laughs> trilogy fame. Um, and is this a Netflix original? It is a Netflix original. Oh. They are really on fire. You know, they put out um, Daredevil, which people is become Let's, the number one. We should one. say Netflix is on fire. Wachowskis are not. No, you're Jupiter. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Netflix is on fire right now. Um, the new th- season three of Orange is the New Black is coming out in June. Cool. There's a very cool um, documentary that they're doing. It's a Netflix original called What Happened to Miss Simone about Nina Simone. The oh. legendary soul singer. Yeah. Um, so, oh, one of the really cool movies that's coming out in June on Netflix is Nightcrawler, which nice. is one of our favorite ones. Of last year, yes. Also, The Butler, Rosewater, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is making its way to Netflix, so that's mm. pretty cool. That's cool. Um, some ones that are notably leaving that, uh, if y- you know, you'll be sad to see go are Rain Man, Jack Reacher, Taxi Driver, uh, and The Silence of the Lambs leaving. 
Bummer. Yeah. It says they're Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. But that's the reboot. That's the reboot that oh, was kind of cuckoo. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. But so there's a whole list that we're going to post on our blog as well as all the other news items that you gave us today. So that's what I had to say. Nice. Yeah. So get on your Netflix if you have any desire to see those movies before they go. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm going, sure most, going, gone. most of us have seen. Silence of the Lambs, Taxi Driver, Rain Man, that Still, sort of thing. it's like fun to see them over and over again. Yeah, and it's free that's if you free. have Netflix. Yep. All right, yeah, well, that's a good way to uh, wrap it up. Wrapping it Some up. Some nice information for the people, the audience. The audience. Our, our audience that we care so much about. What we care about the most is not only the audience, but... Chocolate. <laughs> pizza. Yeah, pizza and chocolate. And dingus. Okay, that's true. And <laughs> People don't even know what those words mean. Those are like your made-up words. Dr. Johnny Brungus. <laughs> All right, folks. Those are words. Actually, that... it's Dr. Johnny Bowden. <laughs> Dr. Jimmy Brangan. We're going to... Oh, one other thing. We're going to see Insidious 3, and we will have a review of that. Yeah, I know Patrick Wilson. Yeah, like... that's kind of a... I like Dermot Mulroney. I like Dylan McDermott. <laughs> so we'll... We'll report back on that, as well as episode nine, which surely we'll have some surprises in. And don't ways. forget, bacon pancakes, bacon, bacon, bacon pancakes. pancakes. I take some bacon and I put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, that's what's going to make bacon pancakes. Boner. Thanks, folks. Thank you, jerk. Yeah. Jerkish. You're the jerks. See you jerkish later. See you, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Deuces. Deuces.